Father, thank you so much for this evening. We appreciate and love you. Grateful to you for the joy and privilege of serving you. We ask you to be gracious to us and bless us and help us and show us your way and teach us your path. We bless and we honor you in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Sit on top of your enemies. Squeeze them, suffocate them, crush them. Hallelujah. Right. So once again, I want to thank my friend and my brother for always wanting me to come. It's not about who wants you all the time. But it doesn't seem to get tired of me. Even if you church members are tired of me, he's not tired of me. And I'm glad he's the one who determines who to come to preach. <laughs> are you there? So as long as he's here, I'll keep coming. <laughs> What a shock. Are you there? Thank you so much, our dear first lady. Lady Pastor, thank you for making my brother handsome. You are very anointed. To be able to transform this village boy and make him such a wonderful man of God. It's only anointed that can make such a difference. What a shock. Hallelujah. Because we are incredible. Where we come from and where God has brought us. Like Farifu, uh -huh. Fishermen proper. That we have come to come to the capital and we have met wives who have made us nice. Hmm. May God reward you. Because we can never finish rewarding you for what you have done for us. That if you allow us. Anyway, so we are grateful to God and thank God for all of you and the um, leadership of the church and for the great work that God is doing. This building is so fantastic. When you go out there, you see the building. When you, as you approach this cathedral, you see that only God can do this. Amen. No man can do such things except God be with him. And I believe that God is with our dear pastor, Reverend Jonathan. Amen. And that is how far God is taking us. And... Uh, this is not the only building. There are many buildings that shall be built by this ministry. If you have a voice, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. We shall own many buildings for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And God is going to be gracious to us and bless us. Amen. When you see a man of God who has built a, ch a church and built a house, it's, even if it's not, it is not his own money, but the father was able to governize people and raise money to build. He deserves a miracle. That is what the, even the Pharisees said concerning this was saying that he deserves a miracle because he has built for us a synagogue. He has built for us a church. He deserves a miracle. When you build a house of God, you deserve a miracle. And when you also help to build you also deserve a miracle. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful. One of the, one of the things that um, is very moving. When you are building and you are broke, you are building a church of God, you are broke. And then somebody said, oh, I was passing by and God touched my heart to bring you 20 bucks of cement. It's like, what? What? Sometimes you, you even cry. It's like, God, how did it come? From the most unexpected sources. Somebody comes in, 10 bucks of cement. 
So he comes and says, oh, I want to go touch myself. I should bring 100 bags of cement. 100 bags. That's 3,000, isn't it? Just bring it. And so on. And what a, what a blessing. What a blessing. When we're building the Kadesh, you know, the Kadesh is uh, a child of the Kodesh. It's on the other side of town. That's where I serve now. I mean, um, you see that. And when we're building, one, one gentleman came and said, oh, I want to, I want to build and um, do a help with the foundation. The amount of concrete. Hello, 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 hello. I'm on here. Can you hear me? Why are you call? Hello, why are you? hello, hello. All right, I think the battery is trying to die. Okay. Hello? Yeah, this brother called and said, I asked him, can't you say, oh, I'll let you help. I've been in the church for a while. Why not? I'm, I'm going to help. And the amount of concrete, he had a factory, he brought concrete in the night. Every night, you're going to pour concrete close to more than 100,000 cities worth of concrete that he poured. I mean, much, much more than that, 100,000 that pouring and pouring and pouring and so on. Why would he not deserve a miracle? Amen. I said amen. amen. So I'm encouraging everybody here. Look, if we sitting here decide that we are going to support this project consistently, we'll finish in record time. I know why I didn't say amen. <laughs> are you there? So I really want to thank God for what we are seeing. And thank God for those who are holding the pastor's hands up. Thank you so much for holding our bishop's hands up. So we are going to support you to build. We are going to bring iron rods. One ton. We are going to bring this thing. 16 mm, 20 mm. <laughs> it's not a simple thing. I should do the one, uh, one of the things that touched me most. One of the guys we have in church, I mean, at the, you know, the Kodesh is there, if you like, the chapel keeper, the vicar. He came to me once and said, Bishop, I want to buy two trips of sand. And I know this person's income is very small. He doesn't have any, any money. But two trips of sand. Another time, at the end of the year, he got some small bonus. And he said, Bishop, God told me to give all the bonus so they can buy some trips of, of stones. I was so moved. Because normally, when I ask him, oh, take 10 CDs, take 20 CDs, he took every, every, everything and said, I just want to give it to build the Kadesh because you have pastored me here in the Kodesh. So I want to help. I was touched. When I said, I started crying. Because I was, I knew he needed it. He needed money. I gave him 10, 20 CDs. Everything. He gave it. He gave it. May God raise up people who will support with their little and their much. Can I have an amen? amen. Are we still here? So once again, I'm so encouraged and excited to be here. Happy to see my brother, um, Bishop Atto Dixon again. Amen. Who is in this vicinity. Joining forces to drive out devils. That's why living here, people living here are prospering a lot. Because the men of God in this area, they are not easy. They are transferring all the devils to the other side. But they are not reaching my area at all. 
They're hanging in the air. You give them transfer, but they cannot cross to the other side. What a shock. Amen. A very anointed man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I also have my resident pastor, Reverend Pazzi, sitting right there. Why don't you stand and give the church a wave? All right. He's with me all the time. Good man, loving God. He's a born pastor. <laughs> when he was born, he was a pastor. <laughs> what a shock. I also have a, some of my pastors in this area also here. Can you stand and give the church a wave? All our pastors. Oh, why, oh, give the church a wave. Give the church a wave, several of them. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Amen. So we are one family. Can I have an amen? And I'm excited that we can be together and love God together. Amen. Tonight, I'm just sharing with you very briefly. Yesterday, I shared with you. Um, what did I share with you? <laughs> We are still under commitment, isn't it? Type of members. We talk about the dear, the dear church member. Some of you were dears. Now you are serving the Lord. <laughs> One pastor told me, my people are so difficult. I said, you are reaping what you sowed. You gave your pastor problems, you. You in particular. Are you there? You gave your pastor problems. And now you are a pastor now. That's why they give you problems. So you have to pray that your harvest will fail <laughs> so that you'll not reap what you sowed. But some people who are very stubborn, very stubborn, you're dears, and then you graduate from the deer to become a what? A goat. <laughs> Goatish members. Goatish members. They come, but they come with an attitude. Are you there? Right. And then we have what? The sheep, the types, the one that is in the Bible is the sheep. And that's what God wants us to become. Until I read Amen. God wants us to become sheep. We are the sheep of his pasture. Psalm 95. Look at Psalm 95. From verse 1, let's read. Psalm 95 from verse 1. It says, let's get it quickly and read together. Right. Let's all read together. Everybody read it loud. Step everybody apart from yourself. Ready? Go. Oh, come. Let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Verse 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with Psalms 3. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. The next verse. In his hand are the deep, deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is, also, is also the sea. All right. Next one. Oh, come. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. Today. Alright. Let's just end there. 
Now he says that we are the people of his pasture. Oh, come, let us and bow down. It's a song that we used to sing. All right. But anyway, it says that we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Amen. Amen. I pray that all of us will become sheep and good sheep. If you didn't say amen, you are a suspect. Or if you didn't say amen, it means you want to remain a goat. Are you saying amen? Amen. Right. So, very, very briefly tonight, I want to share with you um, seven signs that you are following a shepherd. Seven signs that you are following a shepherd because the shepherd leads the sheep. Say amen. The shepherd leads the sheep. So, if uh, the question you need to ask yourself is that, am I being led by the shepherd? God is the great shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. And Peter wrote and said that we are the under shepherds. And shepherds must have sheep. And sheep must be led by the shepherd. God doesn't, God leads us. He doesn't drive us. The devil drives us. The Bible says the madman of Gadara, he was driven. He was driven. He was compelled, driven. But God does not compel and drive us. He leads us. And God leads us, number one, by his spirit. Somebody say amen. Amen. God leads us, number two, by his word. Hallelujah. Are you still here? God leads us, number one, by what? As many as are led by the spirit. So God leads you by his spirit. And then, number two, God leads us by his word amen every time you open and read the bible god leads you by the things that are written in the bible some people all they want is the man of god to say hey i see what you are standing by you what a shock it may be true or not but i'm saying to you that If you cannot be led by the word, then all these things will not operate in your life. Am I talking to anybody here? The surest way God leads us is by his word. What is written black and white, you must obey it. If you cannot obey that, then you cannot go higher in your work with God. Amen. Am I talking to you here? That is clear. Very clear. God gives us a map and also gives us a phone. A map is what shows you where you are going. And a phone, you keep ringing to see what check to check whether you are in the right direction. The word of God is like the map. The spirit of God is like the phone. But you need, you need the map before you can get the phone. The map will tell you that um, Kumasi is towards the northern part of Ghana. So that is the map. Now, when you have the phone, on the way to Kumasi, 
You get to a place and say, I'm on the right, and you call and say, I'm on the right road. Say, ah, yeah, you're on the right road. But guess when you get to this place, turn a little right. So you need the map and the phone. Say amen. amen. So I'm saying to everybody here that God leads us by his spirit, by his word, and then number three, by the people that he gives us. When Christ ascended, he gave gifts to men. The gifts that God gave us were not BMWs. The gift that God gave us were not um, iPhone 7 Plus. The gift that God gave us were not tablets. God gave us gifts. Apostles. Amen. Prophets. Evangelists. Pastors and teachers. These are the gifts that God gave us. Amen. And by these gifts, we are able to inherit every blessing that God is going to bring you away. You should have shouted a louder amen. You will inherit a blessing. You will inherit a blessing. For this purpose, as God called you, that you should inherit a blessing. It's in the Bible. Amen. You have been called to inherit a blessing. You will inherit your blessing in Jesus' name. Are you there? So all I'm saying to you tonight is that you know the, it's important to be a sheep and with a shepherd leading, guiding, and sharing you to the place where God had destined for you to be. You get to your place. You get to your place of favor and blessing. You get your place of fulfillment and satisfaction. Did you say amen to that? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, I will get there by the grace of God. We will get there by the grace of God. Amen. We will. All of us sitting here, our lives will change one by one. We are going to see progress in our lives. We are going to see establishment in our lives. You are going to get married and settle down. You should have started amen. You are going to have a good job and your business will work. You are going to get a place of flourishing and increase. You see God doing it in your life in Jesus' name. We will get there. We will get there. It takes some struggle, but we will get there. We are going to get a place of mega church. Mega. 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 I said mega. You come to church and you, you can't see your friend easily. Because the crowd is so large. That if you don't take care, you cannot find your friend. May God bring us to that place. As I may God bring us, if you don't make an appointment with your friend, you cannot easily find him. It's a blessing. Amen. One day, and Bishop used to say that we will have a choir that is full of the, of the just cathedral at, at, at Kodesh. I mean, will it ever happen? Is that Jude? I see my son right here. Nice to see you, boy. Right. Now, you see, Bishop used to say that. And um, it was a joke, like joke, like joke. The other time, when the choristers gathered, there were 6,000 choristers. 6,000 choristers. I was going to the Kodesh. When I got, I said, ah, what convention is going on that I, yet is like you don't know about? 
because the car that we parked was across the road all the way to the other side going to Malcolm. What's happening? They having choir rehearsals. 6,000 having choir rehearsals. I see that happening in the name of Jesus. Yeah. It's possible. I was shocked. I said I was shocked. The cars were parked everywhere. Everywhere. Going towards Malcolm. I said, me, there's a convention I don't know about. Who can be the preacher? So no, it's a choir rehearsal. What a blessing. May God give us mega churches in Jesus' name. Those who believe it are shouting amen. What do you believe? It shall come to pass. I said it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, we'll see mega churches. we see the crowds coming. They will come. The young will come. The old will come. The single will come. The married will come. The old will come. The men will come. The women will come. Let us who believe shout your loudest amen. God is going to help us. God is going to bless us. God is going to increase us. We are going to see the help of God. We are going to see the blessing of God. It will be done because of the anointing. We will get there. We will get there. It will be long. It will be hard, we know. And the road will be muddy and rough. But we'll get there. Heaven knows how we will get there. We know we will. It will be hard. But we'll get there. Heaven knows how we will get there. We know we will. We are going. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. We will get there. be hard we know branches of this church. Let us really shout amen. We'll see many loyal pastors rising up from this congregation. We will get there. My brother, we will get there by the grace of God. We will get there by the grace of God. Amen. One of the painful things is to train people and then they walk away from you and you wonder, what should I invest in people? Sometimes it pains and it's grieve, it grieves you. But we are never going to stop training people. We are never going to stop trusting people. We are not going to stop believing in people who will get there. It will be hard, we know. And the road will be bad. 
Be seated. Hallelujah. I know we'll get there. I've seen many of our churches start with three, seven, twelve. Move on to twenty-five. And it's going. It's going. Church good is possible. Are you there? We'll get there. You will sit in this church. And you say, my God, I remember when we were struggling to fill our chairs. I remember when we look around to see who is coming to church. I remember it. Because I remember when Reverend Jonathan was in the classroom with little children's church. Chairs. In the nurse, is it nursery? Nursery. I remember. Way back. Over there. I came there to preach. But God is blessing us. And God is taking us on. And I see your personal life also being transformed in Jesus' name. The same transformation you see in the church. It will happen in your personal life. I said it will happen in your personal life. I'm telling you. Some of you brothers, sisters are bouncing you by hearts. Don't worry. A time will come, there will be a queue. And you say, I am praying. I am waiting on the Lord. Yes. <laughs> are you still here? I'm telling you, don't worry if you are being bounced now. Anybody who said no to you, they don't know what blessing they have missed in their lives. They don't know what they have said no to. I'm telling you. I should tell them. I'm telling them. Mark says, I should tell you. I'm telling all of you. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, so seven signs that you are a sheep following a shepherd if a sheep is following a shepherd what are the signs what are the things that will make the shepherd that will make the sheep know that i am actually following a shepherd psalm 23 psalm 23 thank you jesus i found psalm 23 even the devil knows psalm 23 so how much more a christian like you all right. Psalm 23, and um, we're starting to read uh, from verse number one, of course. So this one, I want you to read out the step, everybody apart from yourself. Are you there? All right. So I'm preaching for just uh, 15 minutes, and then I can pray with you. Is it a good idea to pray with you? Do you believe in prayer? I said, do you believe in prayer? Yeah. All right. Now, um, I'm sure we have the King James and other versions here. But of course, verse 1, let's all read that. Ready, go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. The New Living Translation says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. You will have all that you need in Jesus' name. Number one, if the first sign that you are following the shepherd is prosperity. Write it down, prosperity. It is a sign. Thank you, Lord. The first sign that you are being led by a shepherd is prosperity. 
prosperity comes to those who obey the voice of the shepherd. If you obey the voice of the shepherd, you shall prosper. Because this is David, an experienced shepherd. David was not a carpenter. Jesus was a carpenter. But David was a shepherd. And he had had a lot of sheep for a long time. And he has seen various types of sheep. He has seen the obedient sheep. He has seen the fat sheep. He has seen the lean sheep. He has seen the sick sheep. And he has, he's now writing about the life of the sheep. The sheep that followed the shepherd. How did their life turn out to be? If you follow the shepherd, I, can, I don't have to be a prophet. But I can predict how your life will turn around. I'm not talking to anybody here. I don't want to be called a prophet, but the fact that you are following the shepherd, I can predict how your life will become. And the first thing is prosperity. Because David said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Hallelujah. So that is the first sign that because you are following the shepherd, you will prosper. You will not want any good thing. You own your own house. You should have shouted amen. Ask your neighbor, are you following the shepherd? Are you following the shepherd? Ask him, do you have a shepherd? He will hold the person's ear and pull the ear and ask him or her. Ask him, do you? I said, hold the ear. Are you afraid of him? What a shock. You're afraid of the bishop's wife. <laughs> are you there? Hallelujah. If you are following a shepherd, you will not want. David said, I'm a shepherd. I've seen all types of sheep. And the sheep that have followed me, they have never been in want. So I can also tell you as a shepherd, that if you follow the shepherd, you will not want any good thing. I see God blessing and lifting you up and taking you to the place of prosperity in your life. I've been young. I'm now old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. You will prosper. Lift your right, right hand and say, I will prosper. Because I follow the shepherd, I will prosper. Because I follow my shepherd, I will prosper. Amen. Now why? Because you see, the shepherd knows where the green grass is. The shepherd knows what is good for the sheep. So if I follow the shepherd, you land in a good place. You shall never want. May God bring you to a place where you don't pray for shoes anymore. You don't pray for a wig anymore. God will supply them in Jesus' name. So if your prayer topics are awake, Lord, I pray, may you give me a new wig. What a shock. Keep following. I said keep following. I need for you to believe this. That as you keep following, you will not pray about certain things. They will be supplied for you. You will prosper in Jesus. I don't care which family background you have. I don't care what poverty you have seen in your life. As you follow the shepherd, your destiny is changing. Say, my destiny is changing. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. May God make your story beautiful. I said, may God make your story beautiful. Because you are following your shepherd. You will never want. You will never want. 
you will never want. Hallelujah. Net number two. Let's quickly go on. Right. I'm preaching. The second sign that the sheep is following the shepherd is calmness. Calmness. Calm. Calmness. Frank. <laughs> calmness that is a second sign that you are being led by the shepherd why verse 2 he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside beside what Beside what? One verse beside the calm waters. When you are following the shepherd, a sign that you are following the shepherd is calmness. You are calm inside of you. No agitation. No worry. You know my shepherd is around. The water is still. May God still every disturbed water around you in Jesus' name. May God make you calm. I say, may God make you calm. Am I preaching to anybody here? Many believers are too worried about many things because we are not following our shepherd. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. You are jumping from one all night to another all night. From one prophet to another prophet. But you are not following your shepherd. That is why you are agitated. You are too agitated. You are too worried. You are too frisky. You are too, I mean, you are not settled. You are confused. But when you are following the shepherd, you are calm. I see calmness coming over your life in Jesus' name. May God keep you cool. May God give you calm. Even though how money you are calm. Because I can trust the shepherd. I will lie by still waters. The waters will be still. The waters will not be disturbed. The waters will not be agitated. You can trust your shepherd. You can trust your shepherd. Am I preaching to anybody here? Are, are there any sheep in this church? Are there people who can call themselves sheep? Are you a real sheep? Then keep following. Keep following. Some of, some, some of you ladies... The pimples on your faces is because of worry, anxiety. I'm saying something. You can be beautiful, sister. I'm dialing your number. Hallelujah. Yeah. But you are too agitated. Will I marry? Hey, you will marry by the grace of God. I said you will marry by the grace of God. Be calm. Push at them and say, be calm, be calm, be calm. Tell him, be calm, be calm, be calm. So if you can't sleep in the night. Hey, 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 hey. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Hey! I, 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 I don't know. I don't know whether, whether he will leave me or who will leave me. I don't know my husband will die. My husband will not die. Hey! Be calm. Keep following the shepherd. There will be calmness in your life. Clap your hands for the Lord. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Some of you are, are, are too worried about every little thing. Worried about so many things. 
worried about it. Is it going to work? Will I pass my exam? Will I fail my exam? Will I get a job? Will I get a job? He, he, your, how, how, what has your worry done for you? Where has worry taken you? It has only made you look uglier than you, than, than, than you, should, than you are. I'm preaching. But you see, as you stay under the influence Hallelujah. of the shepherd, Hallelujah. as the shepherd teaches, ah. as you stay, yeah. you see that I'm cool. I'm, I'm just moving because I know that I am following my shepherd. The waters are still. May the waters be still around you in Jesus' name. Amen. People who jump from church to church are easily agitated. Some people have changed their churches in the past five years. They changed five churches. What a shock. Church prostitutes. May God deliver us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tell them be calm, be calm, be calm, be calm. Be calm. Yeah. Bishop often talks about uh, he talks about when he went to prison one day to preach. And he saw this prisoner. He was busy. He was going up and fetching water. He sits and gets up and he goes out and comes. Prison where you are confined to, you can't be calm in prison. Abba. In the prison, you can't be calm. He sit down, no, uh, two minutes. He gets up. I'm coming. Get up. Some people are too, you move around too much. You move around too much. You move around too much. It's a message. Amen. Come on, lay a hand to a neighbor and say, Lord, make my brother calm. Lay from today. Pray for I said, lay a hand on him or her. Make him calm in the name of Jesus. Calm his spirit. Calm his heart. In the name of Jesus. Take away every anxiety, every agitation, every worry, every fear. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You'll be calm. As if nothing is going wrong. As if nothing is going on. You are just cool. Because I can trust my shepherd. I can trust my shepherd. I can trust my shepherd. Listen. In my office, when you enter, my, there's a little plaque I bought. I mean, a little writer I bought from South Africa. It's simple, simple thing written on it. It said that everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. When I saw that little plaque, wooden plaque, I, I put it, I said, this is the most important pastoral statement anybody can ever hear. Everything will be okay. Today, I can tell you, everything. I said, everything. Do you believe it? It will be okay. It will be okay. Your marriage will be okay. Your business will be okay. Your children will be okay. Your situation will be okay. Everything will be okay. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? That is the most important pastoral statement anybody can ever hear. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. I don't, I don't know how long it will take, but it will be okay. You will come and say that, hey, hey, Reverend, 
I can now see. I was so worried. I couldn't sleep. All oh, your sleeplessness. Waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of everything. I want you to put your hand on your, around your neighbor and tell him, I'm going to, I want to prophesy to you. I want to prophesy to you. What's the prophecy? Shout into the person's ear. Everything. Everything will be okay. It will be okay. Everything will be okay. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you still here? Are you still here? Everything will be okay. You watch and see. I said you watch and see. I am predicting and I'm speaking to you. You watch and see. Everything will be okay. You will find a good beloved. You will have children. You will have a good job. Your business will work. Your finances will work. Your church will grow. You will finish your building. Everything will be okay. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. What is worrying you tonight? What is making us sleepless nights tonight? What is making you lose some sleep over the past week? What have been disturbing for a while? I speak to you today and I prophesy to you that everything will be. Can you receive it? I said, can you receive it? Can you receive it tonight? Everything will be. Clap your hands and give another shout. A shout of praise. A shout of praise. You will see. You will see. You will see. You will see it. 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 What a word. Oh yes. I'm preaching to you. Today, may God make you calm. As you keep following your shepherd. Be calm. What is make others cry? You are cool. What is making others have sleepless nights? You are sleeping. You sleep well. You wake up healthy. You will not be sick of worry. Worry will not make you sick. Worry, anxiety. It causes stomach ulcer. I'm telling you. If you get so worried about things, you're anxious and worried, you can even develop ulcer. Ulcer. Because the things, the, 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 the whatever, uh, the, the, the acid, the acid is being, juices are being released. Hydrochloric acid. Eroding the mucosa. Okay, whatever it means, I don't know, but I receive it. Oh. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. You are going to be carefree from now. Some of you, it's your temperament that is worrying you. Your temperament. Your temperament is worrying you. Yeah. You are, you are thinking too deeply. You are taking on God's responsibility. But a sheep, a sheep almost behaves like doesn't have a mind. All I'm doing is following the shepherd. Following the shepherd. Following the shepherd. Before you discover the water is still. 
Clap your hands for the Lord. Be seated. Number two, number, where's my iPad? My iPad, where's my iPad? Uh -huh. Very good. I'm preaching. Number three. So the, for the first sign that you're following the shepherd, I didn't hear. What's the first sign? Prosperity. What's the second sign? Calmness. Hallelujah. The third sign is spiritual food. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody who is under the care of the shepherd shall be filled with the word of God. Say amen. Psalm 23 verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in the desert grass. Is that what he said? It's not, it's not there. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Hallelujah. You see, when you follow the shepherd, you have the food. The sheep needs grass. This is what the sheep needs. It needs grass to live. And when you follow the shepherd, you will not just, you will lie down in green grass. What you need, you have it in abundance. Say amen. When you follow the shepherd, you will be spiritually fed. The ability to hear the word of God and to receive, you see, and this pastor sitting here is very loaded. How many of you know that Reverend, Reverend Kuban is very loaded? Very, very loaded. 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 Any area, terror area you take him, he has a word for it. Move high. Everywhere you go, he has a word for it. So if you can follow the shepherd, you will not lack any spiritual food. Amen. Amen. Some babies, do you know that there's something called nipple confusion? Somebody said nipple confusion. You see, when a mother gives birth to a baby, and the mother, unfortunately, dies in the labor ward. Now, the child doesn't have any breasts that the child can feed on. So, the child now is moving around. They have to make formula and various food for the child. But sometimes, a, another mother will say, oh, let me take care of this child and feed the child. So, the mother, that mother will take the baby and feed the baby. And the baby will suck in the nipple. And then the mother gets tired. And the mother will come. Let me also give you, you some, some of my breast milk. And you know, so many mothers will come. And the child will still have the same breast milk. Is, the, is breast milk alright? But from different mothers. At a point, the child gets confused. Which of the nipples is, the, is mine? nipple confusion which of the nipples is mine so i'm trying to suck this one but i'm not used to because any child who sucks and gets get to know this is my mother's nipple but the child not get confused. so the child that comes to a point where he does not eat again because i am confused of which of the nipples is mine and the child can refuse the food and die of nipple confusion yes Nipple confusion. And many church members are struggling with nipple confusion. 
Yes. They are in the church. They listen to their pastor this week. Next week, they are listening to another man of God. Next week, they are moving here. I mean, they have so many. I'm not saying that Reverend Okuban is the only pastor, but he's the best pastor for you. Should have shouted amen. He's not the only anointed pastor in town. But for you here in Springs of Life, he is the mother that God has given you. May you feed on the food that God has given you through this man of God. You have shouted amen. Are you there? Other men of God are in town. Go for dessert once a while. Listen to dessert. But the, the main meal, the main meal must come from the mother of the house. And that is the bishop that God has given you in this church. Do you hear what I said? Very important. Very important. You see, feed on the word. Buy the CDs. Soak in the message. Listen to his voice. And as you keep listening to the word of God, you will be lying down in green grass. Green grass. That is why you will not lack any spiritual food. Any problem you have in this church have been preached about. Yes, they have been preached about. Marriage, finances, backsliding, everything has been preached about. Only that you didn't hear. Or you're not around. So ask, is there any message I can? You see, you will discover that even if you're not preaching, you're not preaching about, come and say, let him speak into your life. And speak the word into your life. You will be lying down the green grass, green grass. That will be your portion. I said, that will be your portion. Amen. Say amen, somebody. When you follow the shepherd, you would would have spiritual food. Food. Amen. I preach to my people, my church members. Bless God for all these years. I fed on my bishop's materials. And I'm looking more and more nicer. Bless. Since I'm working in my life. Since I joined the church. In 19, something, something, something. I, I, I can't say, for me, the first time I heard my bishop preach was in 1983. When he was in secondary school. And he had a little fellowship. And I went there and when he, I was so blessed, so blessed in 1983. It has been 34 years. Today, Today, after 34 years, he's still my favorite preacher. I've heard him preach more than everybody here. But when I hear him preaching, I love the preaching as, as, more than even the faith that I heard him preach. And my life has gone only better. And my life has only improved. There's a blessing in following the shepherd that God will give you. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Are you still in church? Wow. All right. The next thing that you receive when you follow the shepherd is comfort. Somebody say comfort. All right. Verse 4. Psalm 23 and verse number 4. Yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. 
thy rod and thy staff. They, they do what? They do what? You receive comfort when you follow the shepherd. How many of you know that comfort is necessary in life? Not just a comfort. I mean the word comfort. <laughs> Hallelujah. Comfort. We need to be comforted. You know, the comfort is not a lame word. Comfort is not a word that, that, that is talking about, oh, no more sorrow when we go to heaven. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Comfort also means strength. To comfort someone means to give the person strength. May you be strengthened by the words of your shepherd. Somebody should have said amen. amen. There's a certain strength that comes. Strength will come into you. You'll be comforted. Tyree, you'll be comforted. You'll be comforted. Amen. That rod and the staff. They, the rod of the shepherd. See, David said, I'm, I'm, I'm a shepherd. I've shepherded many sheep. And I know how I have guided the sheep. And I know how I have comforted sheep. They walk in the valley of the shadow, difficult situations. And there are difficult situations in life. Maybe you are young, so you don't know about it. But life sometimes can treat you almost unfairly. Life can be difficult sometimes. But when you are, when you are being led by the shepherd, the shepherd will have a way of comforting you. Telling you that God is on your side. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. God is going to pull you through. May you be comforted by the shepherd you are following in Jesus' name. Have you ever come to church feeling down? And when the pastor preaches, I see the pastor knows about your problem. Ah, this word is exactly for me. Because God sent a shepherd into your life to be a comfort to you. That rod and the staff, they comfort me. You'll be comforted. You'll be, depression will live your life in Jesus' name. Come on, shout amen. How many of you are hearing me this evening? You will not be depressed. You will not walk in depression. You will not walk in loneliness. You will not walk with your head down. You will not walk feeling that you will not feel dejected, rejected, abandoned. The word of the shepherd will be a comfort to you. Shout amen. Are you there? So it's a sign that you are following the shepherd when comfort comes into your life. So you can smile again. You can dance again. You can rejoice again. Because the shepherd is by your side. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. The next thing that we see here so what, what, how many we have four, isn't it? What's the first sign? The first sign that you're furnished? Prosperity. Number two? Calmness. Anybody who is not calm is not following the shepherd yet. What is number three? Spiritual food. And number four? Number five, anointing. Anointing. Verse 5. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Amen. You'll be anointed. I said you will be anointed. Amen. Because as the sheep is following the shepherd over hills, over mountains, rough paths, Sometimes the thorns on the way, they, 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 they scratch the sheep. Sometimes the sheep be bleeding here and there. Sometimes the sheep have all sorts of issues and all that. But the shepherd sometimes even flies. They have a way of disturbing the sheep. The flies and, and all these type of things. Oh, the, 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 they're flying over the head of the sheep. And the sheep is not concentrating and all that. It's, it's a sheep. You know, a fly can make you have an accident when you're driving. Yeah, a demon fly. Yeah, it can enter your car. For you realize that you are broken your windscreen. <laughs> what a shock! But you see, the shepherd takes oil. Give me oil. The shepherd takes oil and bring your head. No, Frank, come bring your head. <laughs> it's this small. Take it. Yeah, Frank. So go down, your sheep. Hey, no, walk like a sheep. Hey, you see now. You see the sheep? Now the sheep have been following the shepherd. Follow me. Follow me, my sheep. <laughs> I'm climbing the mountains. And the sheep is following me. And the sheep is following me through all the I'm looking for I'm looking for green grass. For my sheep. And the sheep is following. And then we climb up to all sorts of places. And then when we get to a place. And then there's green grass there. But you see. When I look at this sheep which has followed me. You see that. It has. Because it was following me through all the forest. It has scratches on the body. So I will take oil. And I'll pour it. And I'll pour it. I will anoint him. Over every so that every wound in this body is healed because of the oil that I poured on his life. Are you there? He he wants to eat. He found green grass, but now there are so many flies which are disturbing him. So the shepherd is now looking for. I mean, he cannot concentrate. So when I pour oil on the on the sheep like this, then every fly that comes close. When they smell the oil, they fly away. May every demon fly away from your life in the name of Jesus because of the anointing. And so he's able to concentrate on his business. He's able to concentrate on his life. So when this boy is prospering, don't be envious of him because he has followed the shepherd. The shepherd has anointed him with oil and his cup is overflowing. Lift your hand and shout amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. I receive oil. Sheep Frank, go back to your seat now. Clap for my brother. You too, you need some. Take it in Jesus' name. Amen. I said amen. So I'm saying that, you see, you will be anointed if you follow the shepherd. A shepherd, you see, I don't know where the idea came from that only when you go for, I mean, only time people can be, can be anointed. The shepherd's duty is to anoint the sheep. The duty of the pastor is to regularly anoint the sheep. 
Amen. I said amen. And as you stay anointed, every yoke shall be broken from your neck. Every situation in your life shall change because of the oil that is poured over your head. I pray for you tonight that you stay under close to the shepherd so that the oil can touch your head. The oil can touch every wounded wound in your body. Every soul shall be healed because of the anointing. Every sickness shall bow because of the anointing. Every yoke shall be lifted up because of the anointing. You shall be anointed. You shall be anointed. If you can continue to follow, follow, follow the shepherd. Keep following the shepherd. Keep following the shepherd. Keep following the shepherd. Your head will never be dry. Your head will never be dry. You will be wet with oil. Devils will be afraid of you. Demons will be afraid of you. Because your head is anointed. You are anointed. May you receive an anointing of God in your life. That will cause you to sit on chairs you never sat on before. You will meet people you have never met before. God will open a supernatural door for your life. The anointing will make a difference in your life. Say, I receive it. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Thou anointest my head with oil. Thou anointest my head with oil. Your head will not be dry from today. I said, your head will not be dry from today. Because the shepherd has oil for your head. The last, the last two and then we close. My time is gone. The next thing that happens here. When you follow the shepherd. It says here. Verse number six. Alright. So five is anointing. Six. Goodness and mercy. Somebody say goodness and mercy. Hallelujah. My God. Verse six. Surely. Goodness and mercy. Not maybe. Not somehow. Not all things being equal. But surely. Goodness and mercy. Somebody shout surely. surely. I didn't hear you. Surely. I did not hear you. Surely. I did not hear you. Bible said, goodness and mercy shall what? Look, tell your neighbor, don't be jealous when you see goodness and mercy in my life. Because I'm following my shepherd. Amen. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. When I see goodness, when I see mercy, they're following me. All the days of my life. That will be your story. I said that will be your story. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. Because you are following the shepherd. All the days of your life. All the days of your life. You will not lack goodness. You will not lack mercy. May mercy be your portion from today. Hallelujah. Are you excited about that? Are you excited about that? May you experience mercy in your life. May you experience kindness in your life. May you meet kind people in your life. I said, may you meet kind people in your life. Like the, uh, the, you're singing, may life be kind to you. I said, may life be kind to you. You will experience kindness. You will meet people who will be kind to you. And every time people are traveling, I pray for them, Lord, may they meet people who will be kind to them on the way. Because people can be wicked. Yes. You can meet somebody who, is just, who just doesn't like you. Yes. But you can also meet kind people. Hallelujah. May goodness and mercy follow you. Yes. 
I say, may goodness and mercy follow you. From today, you expect goodness in your office. Goodness will follow you. Mercy will, when you make a mistake, your boss will overlook your mistake. Because mercy will be your portion. I say, mercy, when you should be, you should be judged and you should be condemned, you should be fired. You shall receive mercy. Because the Lord is your shepherd. Clap your hands for the Lord. Are you there? Have you made a mistake before you feel that this is my end? One day I knew a brother. He put a um, very, very expensive camera. This camera that guys are using in his car. I mean, you have been saying, just left it in his car. He went to Papa to go and buy food. Within five minutes, the cameras were gone. Two of them, new ones, they were gone. He put his hand said, today I'm dead. When he told his boss, the boss said, it doesn't matter, let's go. I mean, he was shocked because he was negligent. He was careless. He should have locked the door. He didn't lock the door, but somehow he received mercy. Many of us do things that must disqualify us. We make mistakes that we deserve to be condemned. But because of the shepherd, mercy will follow you. I said, mercy will follow you. Do you believe it? Mercy will follow you. It will be your portion. May you experience mercy in your life. May mercy be your portion from today. Can I have an amen? In the place of judgment, there shall be mercy. Have you made mistake before? Ask your neighbor, have you made mistake before? Mistake that people will make and they will dismiss them. Well, you make them because of God. And because of the shepherd, you shall receive mercy. You shall receive pardon. I said, you shall receive pardon. Mercy will be yours. I said, mercy will be yours. You should be fired. But God will say, that's my daughter. Give him another chance. Give him another chance. That's my son. Give me another chance. May God give you another chance in Jesus' name. Shout amen, somebody. I declare to you, you are working with goodness and mercy. You are working with goodness and mercy. Kindness is your portion. Mercy is your portion. The grace of God is your portion. You will do well. You will do well. Your mistakes shall be overlooked. Your mistakes shall be overlooked. I'm saying again, your mistakes shall be overlooked. What a word. What a word. Are you still here? I say your mistakes, they shall overlook them. People will think that, that your boss is partial. They'll think your boss. You see, when God, the way, you see, when they, you see, this psalm was written by David, a shepherd. He wrote the psalm because he knew that people have made mistakes that he made and they were killed, but he was spared. May God spare you because of the closeness you watch with the shepherd. You will be spared. You will be spared. You see, when you look at the mistake that Saul made and the mistake that David made, you will think that even Saul's mistakes were smaller than David's mistakes. So, he said, go and kill King Agag. He didn't kill the king. And then, uh, when the prophet was going, the said, I told you to kill the king. He didn't kill the king. I'm going. And then when he heard the king's dress, the, king's, the king was not wearing a nice coat like yours. So when he heard the dress, the dress got torn. And someone said, the way my clothes are torn, that's how the king will be t- t- taken away from you. What a shock. 
Small mistake. But David, he actually committed adultery and organized for the man to be killed. Murder plus adultery. Mercy. Murder plus adultery. What, I mean, what, 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 what else should a person, I mean, how grievous offense should anybody else commit, which is greater than that? Yes. You, you take the man's wife and then you kill the man. But somehow, God said, I've pardoned you. May you receive uncommon mercy in your life. I'm not saying go and commit adultery, but I'm saying that even when you make a mistake, mercy will speak for you. I said, mercy will speak for you. I pray for you tonight that everywhere you, are, you have heard, may the mercy of God wipe away every mistake you have made. May the mercy of God overshadow every area where you have faulted, where you have erred and you have sinned and made mistakes. May mercy work on your behalf. I said, may mercy work on your behalf. Hallelujah. I've made mistakes in my life. I've done wrong things in my life. But I'm still moving on. Because of mercy. Because of mercy. That's why I'm still preaching. That's why I'm still standing here. I've also had my faults. Nobody here is perfect. There is also people when they come and they begin to criticize the pastor. You don't know. You see, you don't know all our faults. We can tell you more things about that you don't know. You, we can tell you more problems that we have that you don't know. As you criticizing us, you know only 10%. We are the 90 that you don't know that we can tell you for you to criticize us more. But we are here not because we are qualified. It's because of mercy. It's because of mercy. It's because of mercy. Mercy said no. No. Mercy said no. No. This guy, she, this person, when the woman came and they said that, ah, she has committed adultery. She deserves to, be, to die, to be stoned, and all that. Jesus didn't say that, ah, it's not true. Jesus said, anybody who has not sinned, cut the first stone. And he bowed and began to write. When he lifted his head up, they've all left. And Jesus said, woman, where are your accusers? Where, your, where are your accusers? Every one of us sitting here, there are things in your life that if we play the video of your life right now, Frank, if we play the video of your life right now, all the ladies in your row will run away. And all the men here will run away. Say, hey! This handsome, nice man. Is that how he is? We don't know. We, don't. we have not been caught. You have not been caught. That's the only reason. <laughs> What a shock. Are you see here? If you play the you see, those who look nice, handsome, like Frank, they can be bad. They can be bad. Nice looking people can, can be bad. But their faces are like angelic. They become school prefects. They may be, it's because of their faces. But they are bad. They can be bad. Uh, what a shock. I'm telling you. But all of us sitting here, all of us in church today, 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 if we take everybody's picture, everybody's video, one by one, 
including Bishop Arthur Dixon. Some of you will never go to his church again. Even your wife will wonder, hey! This is not a man. This is not a man I know. I'm telling you, I'm saying something. I'm saying something. Are you there? But mercy. You see, one day I was standing with a bishop. I think I told you before. I said a bishop from Uganda. He, and he was giving me his complimentary card. When he took his complimentary card and he was taking out some card for me. He went to his wallet. Taking a complimentary card for me. Then a picture fell from his wallet. A picture of a naked white lady. What a shock. And when, this was in Singapore some years ago. And it, that is not because I know the wife is a black woman. It was a naked white lady. Totally naked. It was in the bishop's wallet. What a shock. You say, hey, don't you, you know what you have been watching that nobody has seen? I tell you. Look, and when the picture fell, and then the pastor was trying to step on the picture. Now, when he started when he started to step on the picture, then the wind was blowing. So he kept on moving like that, moving like that, moving like that. When he stops, when he stops at the picture, also the wind also starts blowing. Then you stand there. So, so you see, when he comes to Uganda, he has to Kampala, and then he moves. when he moves, so the wind starts moving and began to chase. We were standing there, but the time we finished talking, he was on this side. What a sh- Somebody shout mercy. mercy. Shout mercy. mercy. May God show you mercy in the name of Jesus. I said, may God show you mercy. May God overlook your mistakes. May God pardon you. May God wash away your mistakes. May God bless you in spite of your shortcoming. Not because of your greatness. None of us is great. But God will show you mercy. Because you, you, have, you, have, you intend to follow the shepherd. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. 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 Not sometimes. Not once in a while. But every day of your life, you will experience goodness. You will experience mercy. Every day of your life, you experience goodness. You, you to be your experience of your life. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Amen. And then the last one. This, and I will dwell. I will dwell. I will dwell. The last sign of stability. Stability. I will dwell. Stability in the house of God. Stability in your life. I will dwell. Amen. In the house of the Lord. The rest of my life. Amen. Are you excited? I said, are you excited? God will make your life stable. I said, God will make your life stable. Did you say amen? I said, did you say amen? Eternal joy shall be your portion. You will enjoy the blessing of God. You will always be found in the house of God. 
Anybody who's looking for you will never look for you at the wrong place. When I'm praying for children, I pray, Lord, may their father never go and look for them in the nightclub. May there never come a day when you go and look for your child in the disco. Benahin, one day he was chasing, he was looking for his daughter. His daughter was in the nightclub. So he went to the nightclub, said, I'm going there with you. I'm going to sit there with you. I pray for you that you never have to follow your daughter into a foolish man's bedroom. Say amen. May it never come to pass that your child, you are now chasing your child at a drug abuse corner. That's where your child is. Injecting themselves with things. But you will dwell in the house of God. May your home be a stable home. May your church be a stable church. Dwell permanent in the house of God the rest of your life. Why? Because you are following your shepherd. Say amen. I see your life becoming stable. Anything that is wobbly in your life. Anything that is tonight, some of you came to church. There are some things that are not so secure. Your life is not so secure. There are some that are not so stable. Your life is not so stable. Things are shaking in your life. Tonight, I pray stability into your life. May God make your marriage stable. May God make your home stable. May God make your business stable. May God, somebody is due for an interview. I pray for you that may you gain that, may that door be opened for you. May you receive that opportunity and that blessing in Jesus' name. May there come stability in your life. Your life shall be stable. Our church shall be stable. We shall see the goodness of the Lord and we shall enjoy the blessing of God because of stability. Somebody shout amen.